Welcome to the apocalypse, motherfuckers. Rapture your grandma, your dog, your cat. Pray to Jesus Christ you make it through this epidemic. If not, open up your mouth and receive a penis. You're with it with the boys, and we're going to make it through this season. It's time for another dog dick tickling episode of Death Metal. God damn it. You got me drunk on two shot size things of fireball. Yep. We got another one for you. We got more to go. I'm going to die. Nah, you'll be all right. I don't care anymore, man. That's what I've come to find out. Yeah. Dude, it's I, all over. You know, I was I was d- down to one day a week of drinking. And then this when? All, uh, like, before this all happened. You know, I did pretty much do it on Tuesdays. Now I'm on my eighth. In a row? No, no, no. I took a break. I took two days off. Number one, why are you talking so quiet? No one's here. Nobody. We're in a secret bunker. And Dallas Jones is a liar. This is the info war. Where the pussy's the ranch and my dick's the chicken dunker. He's not doing so hot. (laughs) Yeah, he's having a hard time, dude. I love it, man. I love it, too, man. I love the meltdowns. I went back and watched the Joe Rogan thing where he's, like, talking about the 5G shit. Oh, was he say what was he saying about five G that it's gonna cause a virus? Like a year ago, he was like, yeah. he was, it was on that shit. He was like, hey, it's gonna make everybody think they're dying of sickness and illness, and they'll dream to make it happen in China first before it gets to everybody else. And I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> dude, I hate what he does. I don't know shit about man. I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate <laughs> what he's right, dude. Stresses right. me out. Stresses me out to the, the the nth degree when Alex Jones what? says something that makes sense. What if the internet just get? Because he's all cooked up on that shit. Remember? I know, dude. It's like he's all. It's like, oh, he's schizophrenic. You know? Like, yeah, he's gone. Nope. No, nope. He said that shit, and I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> and that was a year ago. Yeah. This, all this crap happens. Oh, yeah. So pretty much, like, all we got to. Like, if you, it's all old people because they don't understand computers. <laughs> <laughs> 5G fucked their brain. Dude, first of all, I'll give you guys a hot tip. If you're not aware, if you're not a deviant like me, uh, Pornhub, 100% free premium right now. Yep. You knew? I know, bad. Yeah, I'm a freak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, I mean, guess what? We were on that motherfucker. Yeah. We on it. Exactly. You go to pornhub.com backslash users backslash death metal dicks. A few of those videos have popped off. Really? I mean, you know, not in Pornhub terms because most of those have millions of fucking views. Yeah. Because... You know, you're watching labias get stretched out, which is what you want to see. Or buttholes. Either way. I like, you know what I like to do is just sit back and watch gay sex. Yeah? Yeah, all the time, dude. It's just a (laughs) relax. It's relaxing. Some people have a scotch at the end of their day. (laughs) You watch. You know how, you know how like Christmas time you put that Yule log on the TV? Yeah. I like to gather my family around, pop some popcorn, and just put hot gay sex on the television. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gather around kids you are gonna see these mustache freaks fuck the hell out of each other man it is mustached freaks they love mustaches dude it's like some it's you're either getting pulled over or you're getting fucked <laughs> yeah people look like freddie mercury still in gay porn i know man and also like i get it because he's dude, king of the gays dude he's he was a cool king gay i don't know he's cool man seemed like kind of a fucking geek you know no he didn't rage the right way. Well, here's the deal. I don't think they made that movie made him seem like a bitch. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I think he partied for real. Real dude. shit partied. Man, he had some pipes on his ass, dude. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. 
That's probably my man could sing. Those are probably the best vocals in rock and roll. Uh, Who's number one? Halford, you fucking moron. That's metal. Okay, I'm talking. I see rock what you're and doing. Fucking roll, man. Rock and fucking roll. And everybody that's good at singing's gay. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen, very gay. He's a fucking queer for sure. You know, fucks men. One of the funniest. I think about this shit all the time when people talk about being depressed. Is Bruce Springsteen wrote a bio- autobiography? Who? What is it when you write yourself autobiography? Yeah. yeah. He wrote an autobiography, and there was a thing on NPR. The guy was like, I was surprised to find out Bruce Springsteen is depressed. Really? You fucking retard. Was, what was the surprise? Yeah. You yeah. never heard it? You never listen to Nebraska? You never, you you never heard what he's saying? Dude, yeah. Every song. Oh! Yeah. He's hooting and howling for the somebody to take him away. He fucking hurts, dude. He's hurting. Hey, my friend, is your daddy home? Does he care if you suck another man's bone? Uh-huh. You make my dong hard. Mm-hmm. I love to fuck tarts. <laughs> hey, my friend with the squinty eyes, can you do basic math? Can you multiply? Uh-uh. You fucking retard. <laughs> when you make popcorn start a fire. Mm-hmm. I got tart desire. <laughs> Man. Hey, drooly boy, what's good for you if you know how to breathe and you know how to screw? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just some big-headed fuck. <laughs> dude, nah, dude, you're not talking about the reek. You're talking about Bruce. Dude, he's got a big fucking head, man. I'm talking about them all, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, dude. We it's- watched some movie that guy, there was like some dude in a wheelchair and a sticker on the back of it said, life at fart level killed me, man. <laughs> 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 what movie is that? I don't remember, dude. But is I'm... it Lieutenant Dan, bro? No, no, no. You no, sure? No. It's like a, it's like a, like a. That early... sounds like a Lieutenant Dan. It's like a two thousands movie, man. We were watching it at your place, and it just said "Life at Fart, fart Level." level. The yeah. dude, I was like, "This is great." <laughs> yeah, that rocks. I thought it was Lieutenant Dan, dude. I can't. Forrest Gump fucks me up so bad. I know I've talked about it before, and then it became a giant meme after we talked about it. But I'm telling you, dude. Number one villain in movie history has got to be Jenny. She's the worst. What a piece of shit. Dude, first of all, you had this fucking... Look, what's a, you had a real simple man who loved you from the get-go. He saw you were, you were, you grew up together. You were both... I mean, Jenny's household was very abusive. You could see that she had a lot of trauma to deal with. So you, you do kind of feel for Jenny. You know, she got molested, beat up by her dad. Forrest... Had a good mom, but a hard life, you know? she He heard his mom getting dicked down by the old principal. Which, here's the deal, also, is uh, if Sally Fields didn't... I mean, she loved it, dude. She was getting after it. When that principal was hitting it? Yeah. Well, the best thing is the noise that the principal made, and then later on he gets his ass. By oh, was it the principal noise? making the noise or he's the like, mom? Yeah, he does a... Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> And so yeah. whenever like he like comes up and starts trying to talk shit to him, he just does that to him and yeah. shuts his ass up. Yeah, which is pretty <laughs> rocket for four. Dude, if you get dunked on by a, by a fucking drooler, you know? <laughs> drooler. You get dunked on by a fucking rubberhead. Yeah. Someone's going to hate that. Slobber jaw. <laughs> yeah, someone's going to hate that. But yeah, dude, dude, Gump dunked on his ass. And then, dude, but Gump was the best guy, and Jenny was just a piece of shit. It really is like 
Forrest Gump is an incel movie. This is what people don't understand. You know what I mean? It's incel shit because he's not mad. He ain't, he's not mad about it, right? But he doesn't fuck anybody the entire time except for Jenny. He isn't furious about it. However, he gets fucked. He, he gets fucking rolled on, dude. He gets AIDS. Yep. He has an AIDS baby. AIDS baby. Like, dude, you gave your kid AIDS. Yeah. You gave Forrest AIDS, and he's a simple child. He's a beautiful-minded child. Free. Yep. Talking to nurses. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we got a rocking episode for you. This week, we are covering John Eric Armstrong. Why? There's always a reason why we pick what we pick. Uh, I was thinking about, you know, they're bringing in that fucking Navy hospital ship to New York City. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a pretty fucking noble move. However, I know the Navy's got some dark secrets. Yeah. And here's one of them. John Eric Armstrong, he was a serial strangler. That was his move. S-T-F-C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love I love choking women, dude. Yep. You know? Do you? Oh, yeah. Like burying them somewhere afterwards? Oh, no, 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 no. no a consensual choke. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love, I love strangle. I love that too, man. Yeah. I love strangle. Yeah. That's a cool fucking band name. <laughs> Damn, that is a cool band name. Yeah, that's a rock and roll band Oh, name, yeah, dude. dude. You got to have somebody with pipes yeah. at the helm of that, bro. Love strangle. Love strangle. You're going to shut the fuck up tonight. <laughs> Love strangle. We're going to close your air passage tight. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Damn, dude. I got a nice, cool fucking buzz. Yeah, he was a serial strangler. He killed, yeah, probably on the low end five, on the high end 20. All sex workers. The only, like, the entire time he was doing this, pretty decorated Navy sailor on the USS Nimitz. The Nimitz. (laughs) Push it to the Nimitz. Strangling a prostitute. Not paying for that dumb coot on the Nimitz. <laughs> Take it to the Nimitz. <laughs> You've got to get some head, then choke him to death before you pay on the Nimitz. Push it to the Nimitz. Yeah, man, he was getting after it. Secret life. I love a double life. I mean, I don't love women getting strangled for just doing their job. But I do love a secret life. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Someone that can keep a secret like that, you gotta respect it. Yeah. I, I can't I can't do it. That's only one type of person, man. Psychopath. Mm-hmm. Sociopath. Two type of person. Two type. I can't do that shit, dude. Yeah. I'm too forward, too direct. Mm-hmm. If I was if I'm doing something on the down low and then I get mad and I know it's gonna hurt somebody, it would be like, you know what the fuck I've been up to? <laughs> this ill <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> Well, take me. <laughs> I can't keep a secret, dude. How about you? It depends if it's serious or if it ain't. Well, if someone tells me something I'm not supposed to tell somebody, I can 100% keep that. But in my personal life, yeah. I can't do sketchy things because you gonna tell. I'm too open, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also just hilarious. I'm too free. I know. If it's funny, it's coming out. Yeah. No, we did a lot of cool shit together. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Hence this podcast. <laughs> I was thinking about when we moved uh, moved into your house, and that guy goes, "Can I help you, boys?" And dude, at the same time, like just like as, as if we was one person, man. No, he, no, uh, you started it off. Oh yeah, no, you, he, you went back and looked at him. It was like it was just the rhythm of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you said it first, yeah, yeah, but you said it so smooth. And rhythmically, that it just turned into an instant song. Well, he just wore, he's wearing blue jeans and a blue shirt. And, and a just, blue hat. And a blue hat. I go, blue jeans, blue shirt. You a fucking smurf. And then right, like, right in rhythm, dude. Like, I was on the track <laughs> with you. Like, I was the hype man. Like, we were on top of a beat. <laughs> yeah, and we dude. just both go, blue jeans, blue shirt. You a fucking smurf. <laughs> blue jeans. And he just left. Dude. He just turned around. <laughs> Good, He's man. still mad about that shit, dude. Yeah, he don't ever come outside <laughs> nah, no more. No. He got that garage space to work on in his shop. Yeah, well, before that, he was being super annoying, you know? Yeah. Like, he came over, we were cooking, we were smoking, and he came over to talk about it, you know, because he wanted free food. That's always, a, that's a southern move, dude. A southern move is pretending to be a gentleman so you could get a free snack. Well, also, a southern thing to do is give somebody a free snack. That's not me, bro. No. I didn't grow up here. No, you grew up in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shake that cage. I'll come loose. Yeah, but Mongo, get your ass. <laughs> Mongape. Goddamn, dude. Yeah, I love an adventure, but my man was up. It's just a, a, a separate life, dude. Like, I just, I can't, I don't can't fathom it. Yeah. It's too stressful. I get stressed out. Easy. Yeah. When shit starts to build. Like if I'm if I'm in an argument at home, and I also have a bad day at work, it's all it's all gonna fall. Yeah, I'll ruin it all. Well, the best is like when it's just a separated incident, and then it all ties together for me. Yeah, doesn't matter. I, I mean, we were in the Hooters hotel, <laughs> and we got stuck in the elevator with a bunch of people, and you're claustrophobic, and you go, "I can't take this shit anymore." <laughs> I'm getting scared, and then like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're gonna fuck the story up again, dude. Because dude, what what happened was <laughs> what happened not by us, but the other person involved was so funny. I am very claustrophobic, <laughs> like, but mostly in elevators. That's where I lose it. So we get in this elevator, the shitty piece of shit Hooters hotel, and here's where we fucked up at. Right, is the elevator comes to us inside the elevator is like 40 Mexican people. And I'm not saying that to just say Mexican, literally. Yeah. And they seemed very cool. That's what enticed us because the door opened and I saw it was full and I was like, we'll wait for the next one. And they're like, no, nah, come on in. And we're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And we're, like, everything's cool. Like we're drinking, they're drinking. And then the elevator gets a stuck. Yeah. And, and so after like, yeah, probably 90 seconds, because you know how elevator fucking works. It <laughs> yeah, goes from yeah, yeah. where you're headed to the bottom floor. And when you get there, the door opens, but the door did not open. Yeah. It just sat. And so the first thing I did is start to find a way out. I started touching the ceilings. <laughs> and I look at you and I go, hey, man, there's no way out of here. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, yeah. And I go, oh, I'm going to fucking lose it. And this girl goes, please don't. <laughs> Wait, the, the imagine, can you count how many times you've heard, please don't? Oh my God, dude. dude. Yeah, man. You know how many times I've respected it? Not. <laughs> one time. That, that one I did, dude. Yeah. I did feel bad. I Like I looked around and I saw the concern on literally everyone's face because here's the deal with Mexican folk. They're all small, you know? Yeah. And we're fucking oaks. Yeah. 
We're fucking Ogre is ogre. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucking uh I'm gonna turn the heat or the air on. We're galoots, dude. We're straight up galoots. <laughs> you got fucking galoots and, and ogs in the in the elevator, the situation gets dire. And we, I mean we're we're a good foot and a half taller than everyone else, so I just felt bad for the entire the entire gang, you know? And uh it's weird to talk when Buddy walks away because I was in the middle of a conversation. But it is hot. It's a, it's a good 90 fucking degrees in here. You know what's crazy? I know you fucking animals live all over the place. All of you in New Zealand, it's probably winter right now. All of you, we have people listening in China. They're probably dead. You know what I mean? I don't think they made it out. You know what's crazy? The craziest thing I saw, and I'm telling you, this is not a conspiracy. All right, so think about this. China is the number one country for cell phone usage sure. due to population one, but two, it's dirt cheap because the government wants to control you. They want to know where you're at, what you're doing at all times. Yeah. So they have lost 25 million cell phone subscribers are not accounted for. Their signal has not been used. Damn. This is the thing, man. Because there's no way they're going to be honest about how many people have died. You know? Yeah. Because when SARS happened, they lied so much. Sure. They always lie. Because Chinese people are disgusting and bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, that government's crazy, though. S-T-F-C. <laughs> You'll figure out what that means later. <laughs> yeah. It's bonkers, man. I... I've gone in in waves, and you'll know this if you've been listening. I mean, I've I've always been concerned about the virus, and I still am. It's just where do you go? Is it oh fuck, we're all gonna die, you know, or is it trying to have hope? Number one, I've never had hope, never had faith in humanity for a moment. But this shit is very boring. Yep, you get it. Because if this is some type of end or setup for the end, where's the action? Where's the murder, the riots, the killing, the shooting, the looting? Wow, we got a little bit before that happens. I'm the lootingist, shootingist. <laughs> Wait till when everybody when everybody's like, ah, we're not getting that second check. I'm telling you, it's the internet is what it hinges yeah. on. When the internet goes out, unemployment gets bankrupt. Yeah, it's going down. Can you have me one of those waters, dude? I'm dry. You parch? I'm bone dry. Yes. Let me drink this homeless water. <laughs> I love to suck away resources from those who need it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, crap. We were drinking fucking small fireballs, dude. I know. Got a nice cool buzz. That's probably it's, why the rant's going on longer than normal. But we're good. we're about to swing into the the fucking movement of things. The meat and potatoes. Yeah, I mean we're doing potatoes right now. I'm gonna give you the meat. So he killed sex workers in the Detroit area. Eleven of them he killed as an active duty sailor aboard an aircraft carrier. He is 28 years old and 300 fucking pounds. A father of two, a boy and a girl. And he was married. That double life shit, dude, is wild. Yeah. If you're 300, here's the deal. is like he's fat. So number one, imagine being on a boat with a fat fuck. Yeah. It's so tight quartered. And you got a fucking glute 
setting sail with you don't like that. I mean, I'm over 300 pounds. Are you? Yeah, dude, but not like the bad kind. You know, I'm fucking. You're pretty beefed. Someone sent me a link. I showed it to you that was like, uh, here, I'll tell you what the exact fucking headline is because it was so funny to me. So fucking funny to me. What are you weighing right now? 310. 310? Yeah. That's been a while for you, man. What? It's been a while for you. I mean, you're jacked. Oh, I'm a, I'm a whole different type of 300. I'm a big... Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. So here's what someone sent me. The, quote, fathead effect caused by gaining muscle, in parentheses, it's not just water retention. <laughs> <laughs> dude, my head is getting so big. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, How do you get a big head? Your head's big. Hey, I mean, it was already big, dude. It just gets bigger. I think what it is is like... And what if that motherfucker just pops off your neck and it's got a string attached and just float up to the sun? My fucking pop. neck's getting huge. Too. Shit's cra- I think yeah. it's just from straining. I think like strains yeah. make your neck and head just fucking blow up, I can bro. feel it in my dick when I have sex. What? I get strain. You get strain pain? Yeah, but some strain pain in the <laughs> neck. I sometimes like, fuck. And then, like, I got a, a softball I like, put my head on and just try to roll it out. I'm like, God, dude, I strained myself last night. <laughs> I get cramps sometimes when I'm eating it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Like, yeah, cause it's I, like I'm not built for like laying on my stomach and, and keep my head down yeah. there. You got to do the old fucking uh, front squat pickup, man. Where you <sighs> put the legs around your face and put them in the corner and chow them. Because it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like roller coastering where there's excitement. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you get roller coastered, she's getting roller coastered. Oh. But there's also like that possibility where you know she may wiggle too much and you might power bomb her ass on the floor. This is a, a drunk confession and a terrible thing to say on a podcast, but I love the Chompa, bro. Oh, do too, man. That's <laughs> man. I, what a, what a, it's one of life's great I treats. Cannot, it's I, one of life's great treats, dude. There's things I can't speak about highly enough, and that's work, pussy. And I miss that. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just an unwashed fucking sniz, yeah, bro. Man, I love it, dude. Dirty. And they don't get it. I don't have them watch. Like, no, yeah. I don't Relax. Well, I'm telling you, dude, a lot of what happens in my experience with different females is that uh, somebody has told them it smells? Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, you, it was a wimp. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, but I, it, it was a it was a secret gay or something because I love it. Well, my thing is like, yo, we don't have one type of cheese in our refrigerator. We got many types <laughs> of cheese that all got different types of smells and different types of stenches. And and you know what, man, the foulest of them all, I love it. Yeah, and, yeah, I like it. And no woman I've ever been with has been the foulest. I want the foul. Yeah, when Rick James asked for that funky stuff, that I want that. I want the funky I stuff. I want man. that gushy stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, that's why I've been hitting them box wines, you know? I want to pair it. <laughs> you know what I'm I want to pair that pussy with a wine, man. <laughs> man, people are going to hate this episode, dude. This is going to be one of the worst, but one of the best. Yeah, so this fat fuck, 300 pounds. Again, the point is... And I, I mean, he uh, he was a big, he was big. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, you, you have to be, we're in the over six foot range to be fat still and be like a sailor. You know what I mean? Like I went, I got down to like 240 before we started lifting all big. Well, you don't really, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've gained like another, I've gained like 70 fucking I just pounds. <laughs> yeah. You're a time under tension. You're, you're looking fucking jacked, though, more so than normal. Yeah, I'm 
hitting it hard, man. You just said you just picking up shit in your yard, yeah, dude. Yeah, I've been doing the Centurion method, man. Just fucking. The, you should film that, dude, because I'm talking. People aren't doing that. That's a good yeah. video content. I got a catch in my yard, and I'm thinking about <laughs> fucking. Press it, bro. I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm going to press the couch in my in my house. I've been thinking about that. I got a bar. Was press the outside on one, dude. I squatted my wife a whole bunch. I did like I did like fifty reps the other day with my wife on my back, and then just did like yeah, post it, dude. Yeah, yeah, post it. About shit like that because I can't. It's like, dude, I want to get jacked, but I can't not stay in my house and then not go. I mean, like, can't go to the gym, so you got to make it your gym. You can't go to the gym, you fuck. I'm not. No, I mean, I'm not. There's a lot of gross people in my gym. Go to my gym, you retard. It's it's like no one's going there. It's oh, a secret. That is a secret. Well, he told, I mean, the owner told, like, five people, like, yeah, you can come. And, like, the serious people, he said, like, you know, you can come. And most of us go at different times, so yeah. I'm sure you're welcome. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll do that. I'm fucking Hell needed, yeah. but I feel like I'm getting more, like, worn out, though, because it's weird with, with weight that's undistributed. You know, if you have to, That's like, true, man. Squat something. Yeah. And it's, the weight is, like, kind of. It's undistributed. You <clears throat> well, it's like it's like your, not wearing a belt. You're like activating your stabilizer. Muscles, yeah, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's weird. So. Yeah, like when I warm up, I don't wear a belt all the way up until I get to like 500. Then I put a belt on because it like the belt you rely on like leaning into, sure, and using that to kind of stabilize your spine when you take your big when you, like you take a stabilizing breath and and dig into your belt. So that stabilizes your body. This is definitely what people want to hear about. <clears throat> but when you don't have the belt on. It's up to you to stabilize yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but with wobbly shit, like the safety bar even, because they're, like, further out and shit, you know, it, it wobbles a little bit. So well, that's really, a, the belt is to stay tight so you don't blow your ass muscle out. That's what it does. Uh, no, nah, not just your ass. <laughs> it, it's your whole core. Like, yeah. the belt, you know, <clears throat> no matter what, if you're doing a big lift, you take a huge breath, it's a stabilizing breath. You take it yeah. all the way in your diaphragm and hold it, and all that air makes your spine kind of lock in place. Yeah. The belt, you push against it yeah. to, to extra stabilize. Yeah. The thing is, is, if you don't wear that belt, you can't blow your fucking hole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can blow a lot of shit yeah, without it, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it's your breath that's, that's stabilizing everything, but it's just like a brace of the belt. Anyway, that's boring talk. <clears throat> Exciting talk is sex crime. Do you know there's a band called Sex Crime? Sure. Imagine you have a kid. He's like, I didn't know you played music, Dad. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a band before. He's like, oh, tell me all about it. Like, well, it's called Sex Crimes. What's that mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's doing sex when people don't want you to. Bad fucking, that's not a good band name. You know what I mean? That's fine. No. It's not even death metal. It's like Scrams. Yeah. Yeah. I also was in a band called Rich Bitch. Which is not that bad. And it was pretty terrible because the guy was like, we're going to do this. And Talk louder, like, dude. He was like, we're going to do this band. And I'm going to call it Rich Bitch. I'm like, what's it going to sound like? He was like, the Locust. I was like, I'm no, out of here. No, I'm no, out of no. here, man. Nah, 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 nah. I'm nah, getting nah, the fuck nah, out of here. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That nah, crap nah. sucks. Uh, it stinks, dude. <clears throat> Grind here as lowest. Anyway, we're drifting and rifting, and that's the type of episode it's going to be, so plug in. But also, we're going to get to the meat and bones of this crime. Um... He got a life sentence, and he's still serving it right now. He's not dead. It's pretty recent. You'll be surprised that you – I mean, if you did, I feel like anytime I hear about some shit, I'm like, yeah, I kind of remember that, and I feel like I do remember this, but who knows, dude. It's it's a loose one. It's something that 
I feel like the media kind of tried to bury it because he was a military guy. And not just a military guy, but a well-respected one. Because military people love rules. They respect rules. They're like a very – I mean, that's the whole point. It's like teach you to be disciplined. And I I think if you're a psychopath and you get it, you get that mindset where it's like you, you here's how you have to control yourself. I think that helps psychopaths. Yeah, I think I think what it is is more of a mirage when you're in the desert. You know, you see what you want to see. You want to see water when you're thirsty. Then you then you do want to see some well kept dude with some fucking you know nice suit. You know, a man in a suit, man. The women can't they can't they can't handle it. They love a guy in a uniform. Why are you talking so quiet? Where do you think we're at? I'm sensual, man. Well, don't you want me to be sensual? Here's the thing is we got this new Zoom recorder. Yep. It's a great piece of equipment. It's got an auto equalizer. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. You got to equalize? You got to speak at a certain level for it to pick your ass up. You know what I'm saying, though? You got to mirage. Yes, absolutely. So. so you think that, and that does make sense because most of the time you figure military, good person. Yeah. Good guy. Hero. Because, you know, if they've got all these things behind them. I mean, yeah. John Wayne Gacy is a perfect example. Is he? Yeah. KFC manager? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, here's Do you look at a KFC manager and go, man, this guy's got their shit together? <laughs> sure. You do? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You know. You think a KFC manager is like Would a- you rather date a KFC manager or a manager of a Waffle House? Who's got their shit more together than the other? Because there isn't. That's there- neck and neck, bro. No, no, no. There's a right answer. No. Which do you eat more of? Oh, Waffle House. See, I hate KFC, dude. A KFC manager's not doing their job. Yeah. Because the food sucks. It's terrible. You know, they can blame it. It's on, the worst fried they chicken. They can blame it on the corporation. <clears throat> they can blame whatever. But I don't like people to blame it. They have excuses. Yeah. You know? That's bullshit. Well, let's break it down like we always do. And I think I know exactly where his trauma started. Because as a young kid, his brother Michael was born after four months of being alive. He died at SIDS. Remember SIDS? Yeah. It's gone, bro. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, because basically SIDS came from kids sleeping on their stomach. Mm. Like kids will, everyone, every living being will naturally roll to their stomach. And so they basically figured out that SIDS is when a baby is left in a crib. If you have a pillow behind their head. Or a blanket on them. A lot of times they'll just roll over. Yeah, and they they can't come back over. Like they can pick their so if depending on how old they are, they can like pick their head up. Like I remember having jiggly, goofy fucking babies. They can't they can't do shit. You know. Yeah, they're just fucking. Oh yeah. Ooh, fucking wiggling, bro. Yeah. But uh, they can't pick their head up and shit. So if they if they are able to roll over, they don't know how to roll back over. Yeah. You know. That's like one of the phases. Like you see him roll over, and you're like, "Oh wow, good job, he did something," but they can't go back. Man, I had a real close friend. I'm not gonna mention his name. Who whose kid died of that shit, and he went down fucking hill. Dude, could you imagine though? You know, yeah, it, it like fuck. It. I mean, this. I mean, that's what happens, dude. He's in prison right now. Like that's what happens, bro. Shit. What can he do? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if he, and imagine being a, a young child, you get a baby brother, and then Sids. And and again, but you know they figured it out. Basically, it wasn't a disease. I mean, it just took a lot of process of elimination, and the, it just you got to keep kids from rolling over. So they invented pillows that are like U shaped, 
so the baby can't turn. There's nowhere to turn into it. Or you leave them with nothing in the crib, that type of shit. There's no way to cover their face. Like you, you just basically have to let them be where they have to lay on their back most of the time. Uh, and when that happened, and again, this makes people lose their shit. You know, the father left the family, uh, and he left for another woman. So he moved from New Bern, North Carolina, to Georgia to be with another woman. Use her toilet. Get out of there. The father left before. He raised the cash for his family to buy a grave marker for the baby along with uh, – that just adds up. I mean, that's a picture that the, the guy probably before that happened was was kind of a fucking slouch, you know? Like he didn't even bury his kid. He didn't even take care of the, of the funeral expenses. I mean, I, I'm sure that happening would fuck you up, but if you're going to leave, you would think you would take care of things, you know, tie it up first and then get the fuck out of there. Soon, I mean, I can't like that. That's gonna ruin your whole life, right? Sids, like if your baby dies, you're not gonna ever have a happy marriage again. Like miscarriages ruin a lot of fucking marriages. Yeah, you I got mean, a miscarriage if in to ruin your marriage. <laughs> I mean, it just ruins your life. I mean, it's yeah, a dead it's kid, exactly you know? it. It's you know, it's a fucking nightmare. You know, how do you like something you make? That's like a living being that you try to reconcile. Yeah, like, like getting a pet lizard, dude. Like how do you and like how do you like con- like the thing is really with all that is you usually will connect like uh, uh, intimate moments uh, with the dead baby. So how do you have sex? You know, it's like yeah, very the chance of like you case. create something and fucking and then it dies again. You know, that's what you want to avoid. So that's why marriages fall apart when it comes to those things. <sighs> My wife took a pregnancy test today. Oh, crap. Well, it's just funny because there's, like, no way. But that's just the way the brand works. She got her tubes tied, bro. It's like. Dude, my aunt had her tubes tied and had Jagger. Well, that didn't work out too good. No, man. And he's smart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nah, it's just a goofy fucking. That'd be cool if, like, tubes tied and, like, you still had a kid. It just meant you're having a Mongo. (laughs) Because it's just a little bit got through. Yeah, yeah, bored, dude. Yeah. Scrambled. Yeah, I'm bored, bro. You gotta get them cheese and eggs. Yeah, with the raisin toast. Well, like different, it's like it it can happen, but it's like ninety nine percent. But the the fucking little Asian doctor we had was like a tattoo. I never have one time, no baby. Yeah, but I mean, like they're they're experts at tying knots. The Japanese are. Yeah, definitely. Like he got that shit under control. I try to dude. learn how to like <laughs> to do like a, a fucking wrap on my samurai sword, dude. No, it's hard. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> you what? Hand, like, so, what look, do you mean? They do the, like they do like wraps on the on the uh, handles of the samurai sword. It is a motherfucker to do. Okay, because you know I nerd out about like samurai culture and shit. But yeah, yeah, do fuck that. It's hard. Talk louder, man. I am. If you want to be a real samurai, use your voice, dude. <laughs> People are getting their ass kicked right now. That are, you know. Yeah, and here, here's just some more examples, you know, of what a shitty dad and, and shitty life he had. Armstrong had broke his leg when he fell out of a window when he was two while his father was supposed to be watching him. Which reminds me a lot of old slow hand, teardrops from heaven, Eric Clapton, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That he just got high as fuck on cocaine and his kid fell out of the window and died. Yeah, Anal Cunt wrote a great song about that. They did they? <laughs> yeah. Your kid killed himself because you suck. Oh yeah. Like a baby is just like, no way, dude. Uh uh-uh. uh. Man, people, I I ain't living in this fucking house. People hate Seth Putnam, but boy. That dude is fucking funny, man. He is funny, dude. <laughs> I don't see what there is to hate. It's so good. It's man. a bit. It is. Here's the problem, dude, is people in extreme music take it seriously. That's where you fucked up at. The best thing is not serious at all. I was watching You think the- Grind's serious yeah, in yeah. any way? You ever wake up and you're like, I really gotta play Grind, dude, stop. Yeah. It's I, funny. I saw a hilarious live video of them of being like he said, Who called us Nazis here? He's like, No, 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 let me rephrase that. Who gave us the affirmation? That we're Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> that shit kill me, man. He's Just a fucking funny, asshole. It's it. a bit, bro. How yeah. do you not get bits? He beat up his drummer because he saved, or he, or he beat up a friend because he saved his mom. The guy from Axis Discordance, there was a pit that broke out by his mom, and the dude saved him, saved his mom, and then like he was like, why'd you do that? And they just fucking straight try to fight this guy because he was like, I wanted my mom to get her ass kicked. <laughs> I hope it wasn't the drummer, dude. The drummer of Axis Discordance is jacked. No, I don't think it was. He's too fast, bro. That man rules, dude. Oh, yeah. That's good grind. Yeah. That's what grind sounds good, Few dude. and far between, Yeah, man. but that's the one. Yeah. It's binging and tinging, dude. Bing tinging. That guy is jacked. He's fast, yeah. dude. He's too fast to not be jacked. Can't play like that and be a wimp. No. No. But man, there's... Repulsion. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right. All right. Take it all back. Yeah, but just, a, you know what I'm saying? It's just a shitty home life. That's the picture we're painting. It's no surprise. This is what leads into it. At age five, Armstrong rode his bike directly into speeding traffic. Why did his mother say he did it? Because John Eric had said that he wanted to be with his baby brother. God damn it. That'll pull on your heartstrings, dude. That'll pull him, you know? Out here getting coronavirus. Yeah, dude. I mean, <clears throat> I'm playing chess. No, I don't want that one, dude. Yeah, why not? Because you want it. I'm driving. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I can't drink that much, you, bro. Yeah, I got to work tomorrow. What time? Uh, I got to leave my house at 8. Okay. What time is it right now? It's like 9, dude. 9.06? Wow. You're crazy. Oh, 12 hours from now? Yeah. You'll be fine. I gotta go home and smang it, dude. Yeah, you keep, dude. You keep drinking them. You are gonna. That's what I always do. It doesn't. I don't need an excuse. She's gonna take five pregnancy tests. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I keep splashing the walls, dude. I don't stop. Um, you distracted me. Oh, you're getting a claw. Woo! Man, I want a shot. Yeah, but dude, just ima- that is imagine being a mom and hearing that shit, dude. Yeah. Where, where do you go from there? Yeah, you know. What do you tell your kid that you're, he's trying to kill himself when he's five, bro? I remember telling my mom when I was around that age, or actually a teacher. I was like, I just don't want to be here. And like, what do you mean? I was like, the earth. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? And I was like, eh, everything just sucks. Yeah. You know, I'm a kid. I felt that way a ton as a kid. We talked about it before, but I mean, I had to go to ADHD counseling shit. Like, they made me take a test, and then there was a psychiatrist that wanted to talk to me. And one of the questions they asked was like, do you ever think about suicide? And I was like, what's that? She was like, killing yourself. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, all the time. <laughs> That's all I think yeah. about. The reason why they asked that question is not because of ADHD, because they they uh, 
a lot of times doctors will mix mis, yeah, mix diagnose kids with traumatic events because your brain reacts like an ADHD kid does, mm-hmm. which might be the case with us, but they still prescribe Adderall for that. So yeah, we're just fucked up kids, really. Yeah, it stinks. I get it, dude. I definitely get one to die at a young age, but I don't. I think I was chilling at five. Who knows? I just wanted to. Be, the thing is, I wanted to die, but then also like I don't want to die in a cool way. I don't want to die in some. Stupid I gotta go out in a blaze of glory, dude. Yeah, I'm not dying gay. I'm waiting for society. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for society to fall apart, dude, and get after it. Yeah. Like when I wake up and they're like, the stock market's crashed. There's rioting in the streets. I'm, dude, yeah. I'm ready. I will push through people. I keep going, saying, who's the head of this? Yeah, who wants it? Who wants it? Yeah. God damn it, man. I'm thirsty for it. Anyway, I'm ready to get shit. And here's the thing, dude, is that like when you have that much trauma, but you're still a fucking young kid, you're regular. I mean,. He loved to fish. He loved to play Nintendo. He played Little League Baseball. He was really good at debate. Won a lot of awards for debate all the time through school. Uh, he was a B&C student, and he talked a lot about wanting to be a cop. And that, dude, when you hear kids say that shit, you got to look out. Yeah. Yeah, you know they send kids Because like, no, no kid really wants to be a cop. You know they send kids to like anti-gay schools and shit? You're like, here, you're going to go to this gay camp. Yeah. So an anti-cop camp? Do we we need to do we that? We do need one. If you start talking that shit like that, I'd way rather. If my a kid grows up and goes, "I want to be a cop," man, you, listen, I'd way rather my kid be mouth and pipe. How do we do that? We have to start after this is all over. We're starting to fuck cop camp, anti-cop dude. anti-cop camp. Because that's a you don't want like that's the last thing you want for your kid. You know, I say that, but there is like I, I have a buddy that, and I will say he's a buddy. He's a cop, and he's a, a fucking solid dude. He's a great dude. Now, there's a there few uh, there's a part between. of him that stinks, dude. No, no, no. This let me tell nah, you, man, there's a part of him that stinks. He's so bro. good. He's fucking hilarious. He's there's a, a part of him that stinks, dude. Let me tell you, he grabbed this kid's hand one time at the place I worked at. Already, right, he I'm goes, saying. "Listen, I love you, man. It's time to go inside." He's like, "You know, I think that there, you got a lot of shit going on in your life." He's like, "It's time to go in your room." This kid just started crying. He goes, "Nobody's ever said that to me before." And he went in there and acted. I mean, like the dude is a solid dude. Now, there's one cop. He that, still beats his wife, though. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. This dude was my it, boss. Number one, is he, one a, is he an time? officer of the law? Yeah, but he's... Beats his wife. <laughs> I mean, there is a high percentage now, statistically, there's a high percentage He's slapping around, bro. That's, that is true. I'm there, going with stats. There is a stat of that. We're just doing stats, but There's bro. not very... Dude, he is a 0.1%. This guy is a solid dude. He really wants to help people. He should stop being a he cop. He has stopped other he needs cops to quit. from taking kids to he jail. He needs to get out of copping. Yeah. He really does. He should be a counselor. He's a fucking good dude. But... Why there's, are you writing for a cop right now, dude? I'm about to quit. I'm, I'm about to leave the I, podcast. I got you. I got you. I got to do this anymore. No, no, no. I got you. Like, I get it. <laughs> I don't need to do Because I'm on the same page. I really don't like them that much. And there is a lot of them that are, like, just fucking assholes, dude. We definitely have probably 20 that listen. I'm sorry to y'all, but fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you I mean, guys. It, like, you're a bad person. If you're just being, a, like, a, a, you know what job you have. If you're being an authority figure, to be an authority figure because you want to push people around, that's a problem. This guy's not like that. But. There's a dude that will come to the shelter, and he will fucking just... I heard him call a kid a piece of shit one time. I was like, I, your supervisor needs to come, dude. He's like, why? I was like, I'm going to start filming. Like, I, I have to do this, because if you're going to treat these kids like that, I'm going to have to film you, because you're being an asshole. And then, like, they, they'll call a supervisor, everything chills out, but it's like, that's that's bad. You know, you're supposed to be protect and serve. There are None some... None of them are, dude. One. One I know <laughs> just of. Just one. I know, you know one, too, but he's not a regular cop. He's like a... 
I mean, he's the guy that stops sex crime specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, are, there are guys like that, man. And it, that's that's the thing is like, there's a lot of hate for police, and I I totally 100 percent get that. Dude, the times we live in right now, you can't like cops, dude. The way it's going, yeah, you can't be on. The well, team. the thing, dude, all the people that are gonna f- we're gonna if, have to smash them, bro. Yeah, but those people are the ones that are good are gonna be at home. They're gonna go fuck this shit. I'm gonna take care of my family. Yeah, the other ones you gotta we have to smash them, bro. I grew up with It's them. almost time to smash <laughs> cops. Dude, it's almost smash cops time. My grandpa adopted me. He was a bad cop. Yeah. Dude, for sure. Definitely. You know, it's like I get it. hundred percent. I grew up that way. That's why I hate cops. Damn it. So sorry, police, but when it all shakes down, if you're there, mm. you're getting it. Yeah. What else can I say? You better be well trained. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, dude. We're, Fucking we're, like we're losing it, boy. Fucking with us is like cutting an onion. I was trying to say, like, you know, this shit hasn't affected me at all, but clearly, the way we're talking right now, it's getting in my brain. Yeah. I hope I just get sick and pass, dude, because I'm a threat. <laughs> nah. <laughs> they don't want me to live. No, no. Yeah, but it, I, 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 I empathize with this part of it, too, just having a lot of childhood trauma and then being a B and C student, you know? Um, definitely not the cop part, but, I like, it's hard to excel. You And I feel like I always could have really easily done a lot better than i than i was doing but i almost didn't want to you know it's like yeah. something in there it's like yeah fuck this shit uh, well you you create a way to to uh to escape yeah from a lot of the problems at home so it's like you know i met like that's why comedians are usually the most fucked up people because they've created uh, an escape that's why they're funny they're they're able to be able to make light of a shitty situation oh yeah i mean that's really the only way to deal with it you know it's either that or being a cop that's like kind of your choice yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. do i take it out on other people or do i just fucking which have to... almost both been guilty of. <laughs> <laughs> uh dude i've taken a lot of my problems out on people for sure you literally went to an interview man yeah and almost got it oh yeah i mean i could have easily been a cop but uh, that would have been like the I would I would have ended up being the fucking what do they call that shit the combat I would have trained cops how to fight which is not good for the community but no but yeah I mean dude you know it, it it's like and I think that's the thing too I hate that we're rambling on about this but it didn't make sense though because this guy wanted to be a cop and a lot of serial killers do they love police because it's like that's the line of work that you should do. You know, that's a way to keep you out from serial killing is just being a different type of serial killer. But uh, that that uh, I didn't want it. I never wanted to do it because I crave authority. But there is something about like a structure that attracts you. But I'm sure and I I am halfway joking around when I say all cops are shit, because, of course, there's never one. There's never one thing where everybody falls in line with that. You know, everyone's different. Every human being is a different process but yeah statistically the majority are shitbags but there's a lot of good ones and then i think probably a lot of time what happens there like with any other job is you get caught you're doing that job like that's your job it's a good job you know you have benefits it's hard to leave and you just get stuck yeah and you might see the problems with it and then i think a lot of cops that i know that have quit i really i really do know like four or five cops that were officers and stop doing it because of the bullshit that goes on sure. with the bad cops and that i mean it's almost celebrated the guy i'm talking about he's like is there bad cops he said absolutely i work with a bunch of them he's yeah like, There's some, you know but uh the structure thing is true because that's why people repeat offend that's why they go back to prison right their structure exactly and, and it's just something about having people like 
give you a schedule that that greatly helps fucking animals like us. Um, and the, the here's the thing is it hits John Eric, but he does not want to go by John. Eric is his middle name, but it's the name of his father who is is quasi abusive, at least in the way of being neglectful. He doesn't give a shit and he left. So he's got a, a very big chip on his shoulder about his dad. So he refuses to go by John and he wants to go by Eric Armstrong. And he was the person that made himself do that, which is a, another crazy thing at a young age to go and say, no, I don't want to be John. That's my dad's name. You need to call me by Eric, my middle name. So friendly and friends call him Eric. When he was arrested, he was wearing a tan military issue shirt with Eric written across the fucking front. <laughs> but that's just a, that's just the insight into the problem that he had with his father. That probably led to a lot of this because dad issues can and will fuck your ass up. Sure. Very different for uh, girls and, and boys. Yeah. It's very different. It's You're either weird. stripping or ripping, brother. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you say that, but that, I mean, like that, that whole thing is kind of true to a degree. I, so. I mean, dude, you know, it's just like a strong male influence and a strong female influence are, are important for your development. Yeah. It's one of those weird biological things. Exactly. It's yeah. one of those weird biological things where you, you need someone nurturing around you and you need an example around you. Yeah. Not that a mom is not an example, but it's just like you got to see you need good people around you who live their lives in a way that you can look at and decide to follow or at least get an, an example of what living good looks like. Sure. I mean, my wife is a very nurturing mother. She's protective. I mean, like, you know, she'll call me out on my shit. She'll be like, hey, no, you're wrong in this situation. I know it's a kid, but you're wrong. You know, it's like, okay. You know, take a break from it. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. And when you don't have that, then you're fucked. You are fucked. Like, you got to have the, you know, no, you cannot wear that shit before you go out in public. Yeah. You know, you're not allowed to wear the shit and then take pictures on the internet. Well, everyone needs discipline, dude. Yeah, you're a kid, you know, like literally everybody needs discipline. And once once that whole thing goes out, it was like, "Now, nah, we're on the same playing field." You know, so whenever a kid turns into like an adult or they feel like they're an adult because they're basically a parent. Yeah. They're taking care of the mom or they're taking care of the dad. Yeah. Uh that's that's not good. No. And and I deal with it so much where it's like we're on the same playing field. No, 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 not at all. I, I pay my bills. Right, I you're work. a fucking child. You don't do shit. Yeah, you know? I mean that. That's exactly what happened to me. Is no discipline, uh, no oversight, just being able to do whatever. I mean, from a from a neglectful place. Yeah, it's like oh, I, if I'm in charge of myself, then I'm a fucking adult. No, dude, absolutely not. You're not. But there's no way to not feel that way. It's an impossible thing to put down. And you behave that way, and it just leads to absolute fucking trouble twenty four seven. But that and that that I mean that's just what happens when you're neglected. And so now he's in a single parent situation, no male role model around, kind of taking care of himself, and he doesn't look fondly back on his dad. Assistant Principal Terry Furham of Newburn High School, which is where Armstrong graduated in nineteen ninety two. And again, Newburn's a small place. I feel like uh, we know someone that lives there. But I can't think of I can't place it right now. Remind me when you hear this episode. Um, his class was about three fifty. That's a pretty small graduating class. What was yours? Uh, probably bigger than that. Even I didn't graduate, so I don't. Know. Oh yeah, I didn't even show up. <laughs> no, you just didn't graduate. 
No, I didn't graduate. I didn't yeah. show up either. Like, everybody's like, I'm graduating. I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that rocks. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone, but the, what the principal is saying is that he's kind of unmemorable, but in a sense of being great academically and also in a sense of being a problem. He doesn't remember him either way. Yeah. You know? So the the kid wasn't an issue. He was never in the office. Exactly. But he and he also wasn't celebrated as like a model student or anything of that nature. After high school, he worked for several months at a grocery store, and then he got his fucking calling. Nineteen ninety two, joined the navy and left the grocery store. Armstrong, who in his final interviews about all this shit said that he was abused by his father told police that his anger stemmed from a high school girlfriend who spurned him after another suitor piled her with gifts. He said he viewed the gift-giving situation as prostitution. That's where the hatred came from. But I'm just trying to build onto this, that it came also from a lack of parenting. Yeah. Being loose and free, having a hatred for your parents, and then, yeah, that situation would have fueled that, but it's a misplaced rage. You see? Well, in a matter of weeks, the reverses are going to be rolled, I think. The roles are going to be reversed? The roles are going to be reversed. <laughs> you said it, the reverse of what? Well, you got money and you can buy a honey. You got skills. You can drill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't nobody going to be buying nobody gifts because nobody's going to give a fuck about wealth. Yeah. It's going to be purely some coding. Oh, you mean shit. when it falls apart? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to go back to the way it should be. Yeah. Like, we're the we're what makes them wet. Yeah. Like, oh, financially, we don't got shit. No. But financially, in the skills of drilling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pound it, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I look like I can pound because yeah. I can in all senses of the word. Yeah. I'll keep I mean, you safe. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, man. We could build villages. Oh, yeah. You know, and there would be competition, but it's like we got the women's of our, we got the women's of our lives, man. Unless they die, unless they die, and then what happens? I'm taking everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you know why? Because it feeds into our insanity as, oh, yeah. as fucking warriors, dude. It's True. Like, you know, it's I'm like, gonna I, get. I'm I've gonna, lost everything. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna get I'm a not, harem, dude. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm a not harem. Bro, <laughs> you ever thought about having a harem? I'm or just, is it harem? I don't know. Harem. I think it's a harem, dude. I'm just. That's I mean, a gaggle of fucking slags, bro. Damn. Yeah, just a whole gr- a crew. You know, man of war, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm pleasure slaves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, man, but the, I am gay. But the thing is, is like when you got somebody who does not care about death, they will protect you to the nth degree until they die. Yeah. And then you'll move on and you'll be fine because you're just a normal person and you'll go to the next fucking village. Yeah, you fucking slut. And you'll try to. <laughs> and you'll try. <laughs> well, everybody. <laughs> You know the, the the fucking bladesmith, the guy that's making the swords. He's like, "Fuck, man, I can't make no money here. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go over here." But this dude protects the shit out of me. I'll make him the finest blade. Yeah, you give know? me a fine blade, dude. I've got a blood's gonna fine spread. Fucking blade. <laughs> Do you really? I got dude, you got a fine blade, bro. I got a samurai sword that will go through a fucking thick, fucking <laughs> nice young tree branch, man. Yeah. Like a thick one. I got a fucking battle axe, dude. Are you out there chopping, bro? No. I did one time, man. And I Just to find out. This thing will take a... Dude, like butter... Dude, do your nuts ever get like an air bubble between the nut and the leg? No. It's happening right now, dude. I didn't <laughs> fart. There's like air. That's a fart, dog. You got... I didn't fart. Knock on your back. 
If you knock on the back, it'll help you get there. Just keep knocking, man. Nah, I got error between You gotta be a Mormon, nuts. dude. Just keep a knocking, dude. And I got small nuts, dude. Let's see him. He's pulling them out. <laughs> oh, it's a sticky mess there. down there. Wow. <laughs> Why do you look? You pulled them out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just one bag or two? You That's just, all of it, dude. You squeeze it up to one, man. I didn't squeeze You've it. You've always had a small ball, though, dude. I got the one small ball, but I used to have you a big a, nut, dude. Yeah, you got one big produce section. You eat Kroger's, man. What? See what I'm saying? You, you <laughs> knocked on your back. Yeah, that's you a knocked good point. on your back. Damn, I, that worked. I'm telling you, I know all the fart secrets. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I did have air trapped between my fucking nuts and leg. That felt bad. But yeah, listen. Here's here's what we're getting back to. Is that he's blaming his hatred of women on this one relationship? But that is that is where it turns into incel shit because it's like, dude, how have you not had more relationships? How are you dwelling on something from fucking high school, my bro? You gotta get over it, dude. You need some more ting tang. It, it, it'll wrap up, you know. Like if I stayed mad about all the wrong that's been done to me, then I wouldn't be fun to be around. <laughs> Buddy said I'm not from the bathroom. <laughs> that's true. Uh, clinical psychologist Jennifer Ballas said Armstrong told her he saw his 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 fucking birth father's face superimposed on the faces of sex workers. That's an insane thing to happen to you, and I do not believe it. It sounds like something that would not happen, but imagine if you're in a state of psychosis and when you're trying to procure a prostitute to take care of your needs. Because I've got no problem with sex workers, dude. I think if that it's a consensual scenario... Um, a woman wants to do that for a living fucking more power to you. That's a good move. It's a great way to make money. I mean, if I was like in a position where anyone would pay me to fuck, it sounds ideal, you know? Uh, but if that's happening and you've got some fucking psychopath who is seeing his dad's face on you, that's terrifying. I don't know. He's, he's considered a rapist though, right? Yeah. So why'd you fuck your dad? I think that's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I think it's. I think in court. Riff on it while I pee, because here okay. you pee is making me have to pee. Okay. Well, I'm thinking. But don't just sit. You got to riff. I think it's uh, bullshit because. Oh, oh, wow, that blew was it. so loud! I guarantee. I know. It, was, it knocked my computer on. Anyways, I, I think that it's bullshit because you wouldn't want to have sex with your dad, no matter how much you wanted to hate fuck somebody. Chris said he would love to fuck his dad. I said Mike. Nah, he said love. <laughs> Now, the other thing is, like, sex work, especially right now. So, like, uh, within uh, heavy metal, especially extreme genres, there's a lot of girls on the Internet that will, like, you know, they'll send you news for 15 bucks or whatever. And I totally respect it. You know, it's like uh, all forms, shapes, sizes. It's, it's, it's a good thing. I, I think that it, there's a little bit of something out there for everybody, and I'm not shaming any of them. Now, you know, I hope that they make their money, especially in these hard times. But for somebody to say that they see their dad within a woman that is on the street selling sex, that's weird. That is a weird thing. Did your dad ever sell you sex? I don't know. I think it's bullshit. I think it's a way for you to tell the courts that you're fucking crazy and try to get off of it so you can get back out there and start killing. I, I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. But do you think that a, <laughs> you have to be a dumb psychopath to think that a court – is going to accept you 
saying that the reason you're doing this is because you see your fucking dad. Like, it, that doesn't sound viable. No. Or I think child abuse definitely plays a role, uh, for sure, because it misshapes your brain and fucks up the connections. Yeah. And also, compared to a lot of killers we've talked about, he didn't really have it that bad. Like, he wasn't sexually abused. It doesn't matter. So, I, I, I always mention this, like, grief is different for everybody. That's true. So, uh... You know, maybe it's like, so I posted a video, I took it down the other day because it was like, it's just not the time to be posting videos about uh, child abuse, but I... Oh, I saw a, a, that lady get on to you for it. Who no, cares, dude? No, I thought, I mean, like, she had a point, though. So it's like, you know, I'm the voice of reason in a very dark time, you know, unfortunately, where it's like, I'm trying to help these kids out, and then yeah. I post that video, and, I, and I'm pissed because they hit a core with me because I got treated like that when I was a kid. Picked up off the ground. Yeah. Woo. And, and you know, just, just call me a piece of shit and I'm a line sack of shit. Oh, yeah. I heard that all and the it, time. And it, it struck me where it was like, yeah. fuck this guy. And I had to take it down because it was like, you know. Yeah. I, watching that type of thing. I wanted to. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not going to say a, That's the type of anger I get, dude. Let's for just sure. say I know where he lives. It's when I see something like that happen. Yeah. there There is a certain type of like. It'll, I guess it is a kind of a logical raise, rage. Because you see child abuse and you're like, dude, this guy's got to go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I get those same type of feelings. But that but that definitely is, like, a trauma for me because I was treated like that. Yeah. And, but the first thing I honestly think about, like, when I watched that video that you posted, like, it was a guy picking up a kid by their fucking head, calling him a piece of shit. Well, the kid's, like, saying I can't breathe because he's not picking him up just by his head. He's got him by the throat a little bit. Yeah. To where it doesn't look quite like that, God but it's bad enough that the brother filmed it because he knew this guy was an asshole. I mean, I hated to watch it. It, it made me, uh, I mean. It's like a true, but the, the it, thing it took is, me to a place we have different emotional, like, yeah. so when people say that they're triggered or whatever, it's like some people have, like, panic, attack, panic attacks and shut down, but it makes you want to, like, leap into action. Yeah. Do you know? But right. because what, the way my brain goes is like, man, I know exactly what that feels like. So yeah. because I know what that feels like. I know exactly what the kid feels like. Sure. And that type, that enrages me because, I mean, I think all, like, when I get to a dark place, like, when, it's like, I don't, like, I just don't want my kids to feel like that. Yeah. So, like, when I, when I get to in that headspace where it's like, I'm in the headspace of being abused and I'm thinking, like, yo, I don't want someone else to feel like that. And sure. if, if I can control it. Well, you know, there's different, like when you're belittled as a kid, there's a couple things that happen. So one thing, when I say you're interpreting uh, any type of anguish or anything like that is like, you basically take that in a different way. So then maybe you're a quiet, timid kid because you got abused or you're like us. Where we're like, fuck you. We're going to fuck your shit up when we get older and we can, we can deal with the problem because we're going to be stronger than you. And we, we try to threaten ourselves with death. Constantly. I mean, that's the way me and you have lived. You live more so like that than I do now. You know, you'll get under a shitload of weight that could kill you, and you don't give a fuck. You're just trying to get that up because if you can get that up, that means that you're not going to be intimidated by no fucking normal human being, and you're trying to be that way. And that's a good thing, I feel like. But I'm not sure that's what I think about. I think to a degree. (laughs) That's how I think. It's just like, here's another number. Here's a number of of weight that can kill me. You've said before, like, Here's, I, there's no feeling like something that could kill me and I conquer it. Yeah, but it's more so like the, I mean, it, it's the only way I could get adrenaline going. Sure. You know, it's like the only way. Yeah. So when I say that, I, I'm, 
it's yeah. The way you're saying it back to me makes me feel like a fucking dork. No, no, no. But no, the no. way the way I really mean it is, it's like it's it's hard to get a pump of adrenaline. Yeah. Like to get that, you know, like to get that feeling of fear yeah. because I know that like I could easily cripple myself because you want to overcome the fear. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I mean, like the low yeah. of feeling afraid. Yeah. The low. I mean, and, and it, it, I'm sure this is anybody that what, traces thrills or whatever you want to call it. But the low of feeling afraid of something to the high of beating it. Well, so, like, you know, you've been my coach before where it's like, you know, I do well if somebody's talking shit to me. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm not going to amount to shit. Mm-hmm. It's a fear of letting you down is, is the issue. So it, that's what I'm getting at. And so uh, somebody like this guy, it's like he needs to feel like his dad, where he needs to be able to feel like he can dominate somebody else. Okay. Yes. See what I'm saying? Yes. You brought yeah. it home there. Okay. So, yeah. So, when he's saying he sees the face of his dad, I mean, but now that you said it, you kind of got to walk back what you said, because he may not be directly seeing, like, his dad's face, True. but he is seeing someone he can dominate, and he wants to dominate yeah. his dad. He wants to go back in time and be able to strangle his dad. You see, I, I do, I, I get, I get that, but I don't. But he's preying on the weak. Yeah, but it's that's sexual. not that's not a crazy defense. That's sexual though. So sure, it's, it's because he probably has sexual fantasies about dominating his dad like that. Yeah. Because the number one, he's off the fucking reservation for sure. Yeah. And then, and really, honestly, a good point to bring if you wanted to watch a movie about that, and it's fucked up, and it'll kind of ruin your life if you're not used to it. <laughs> Is the movie Atros? Oh God, that it, will ruin. It kind of brings. Do it, not watch that because it does kind of have that whole thing where the kid dad finds out he's gay and he rapes him with a dildo, but then like he grows up and yeah, goes, fuck you, and he gets the same dildo and wraps it in barbed wire and fucks his dad with it. Woo! You know, so it's like that's yeah, that's a gnarly movie, dude. It is truly. <laughs> it's uh, that, way worse than Serbian. That's film. me and my wife's first date. That's so funny. It's way worse than Serbian. We're film, trying to though. eat pasta, and I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to act like oh, I'm the death. Ah, this is chill, dude. I'm the metal. Dude. I'm That's chilling, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then like, yo, fuck, dude. <laughs> the first kill scene of that fucking train uh, just yo. fucking like shits. Yeah, and they still kill him. Like, oh god. I only, I mean, I watch real. it because you let me borrow it. It's crazy. It's it is. Don't watch it. It's though. not enjoyable. It's no, it's one of the worst movies ever. That guy's a great director, though. Sure, but. Man, come on. <laughs> come on. It does bring it home. You're right. It brings it home, man. And then, Okay, but what's crazy about that is all the family members that grew up around Armstrong and all the people that were privy to the family situation, they remember him as a loving son who got counseling just for a brief time after his young brother Mikey died. So it's like... What you know? What is he holding on to? But that's also came up in court as a counter to the insanity defense. Now Armstrong worked as a ship serviceman on the USS Nimitz from 1993 through 1999, almost the entire span of Limp Biscuit, and I bet he loved them. But he received two good conduct medals, and both of those medals represent three to four years of honorable service. His last job on the ship was as the barber shop supervisor. So he was the head barber on the fucking boat, which that's probably a good, that's probably a great job on a, on a Navy ship. Cause everyone wants to look good for when you get to port to get prostitutes. Well, you decorated, you know, it's like, what better way to prove your dad wrong? Then what? You're a decorated member of. Oh service, yeah, you know? for sure. 
And then, so you got this whole other life. He's like, he can separate his life with his wife and his kids. And he can also separate his life with the Navy and murder. Yeah. You know. And what's funny is one of the specific classes on the internationally traveling, traveling Nimitz was a class that warned against soliciting sex workers. Because, you know, international waters, you can get a weird disease. And a lot of times... Traveling internationally, you're dealing with kidnap victims, slaves. You know? Not a willing member. Like what you were talking about when I was in the bathroom. I just found out about that OnlyFans shit a few weeks ago. Because uh, I was like, you, do you know about it? No. OnlyFans? No. So OnlyFans is like what you're talking about where they sell nudes at, dude. So if you're like on Instagram or Twitter, there's – So I think, I think how it happened is uh, Instagram – there used to be like an Insta or maybe Snapchat, like a, a thing where you could get like people could give you money through the app and you could send them nudes. But somebody got people doing that in trouble tax wise. So someone created OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the girl that uh, was um, trying. Man, what the fuck was it? It was a girl that was like trying to like raise money for awareness for something. Okay. And so. They were trying to tax her. Oh, at, that's right. And I think she beat it because she was like, no. It's charity. This all goes to this. Yeah, she was just sending a picture yeah, of her tits yeah, yeah. to people. But OnlyFans, dude, is like fucking jacking off like a lot of them do. And again, I just I found out about this shit because uh, I'll salute to James Reed, who's been running their Twitter page. I just looked at some of the followers, and a few of them are like, yeah, like I would say metal fans who are doing OnlyFans shit. And it, we got to do that. I'm with no. I want to shoot. No, no, no. I can't. I want to no, shoot on no, camera. No. That, you well, that's, shoot on that's, camera? I could, but there's like that's not with it. That's not my lifestyle. That, hit, it's, well, that's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah. not gotcha. happening. Well, hit me up. You know, if you want to fucking see me shoot, <laughs> are you are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I don't give a fuck. Do you want to ask your like wife first? She don't give a fuck. I'm not fucking anybody. I'm just shooting. It's just normal human being behavior. They're just fantasizing about my cum, and I can just no, produce no, it. No, just let's quit this now. I'm, I got I got a real point here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm trying Me to drive too. home that I'll never. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You laugh like a bad guy. <laughs> well, at this point, dude. <laughs> at this point, dude, I can't do anything but that because I'm so fucking sucked into the crime. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I forgot even what I was talking about. I, how could I remember when you were talking about jacking off on camera, dude? Oh, dude. OnlyFans shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so basically you pay to watch girls fucking jack off and fuck, which I'm with the movement. Salute to you for doing it. But yeah, I mean, we're talking about like sex slavery. That was the warning for for sailors. Like, you look, you're getting involved in something you don't understand. You don't want people. Anyway, he's, he loves prostitutes. And while he's on the Nimitz, he met. Kate Redden-Naseka, she was a former swimmer, which means she's in good shape, brother, and graduate of Dearborn High School. And in 1998, she became Armstrong's wife. Armstrong claimed to have already killed two sex workers in Hawaii, along with several other victims throughout the world by this time. The Nimitz was in Hawaii only twice during those years, once in 1993 and once in 1996. Uh, it was what a U.S. Pacific Fleet spokesman said after he confessed to the crimes. The 1996 visit was four days, and the 93 visit was only one day. 
Honolulu police have looked into the unsolved murders for both of those years, but none matched the profile of Armstrong victims, so it could be a ruse. The only local case with a similar victim profile was a stripper who was found dead in her Waikiki apartment in November 1994, police said, but Armstrong could not have been there at that time because the Nimitz was literally somewhere else. Some investigators warned that Armstrong may have been exaggerating his confession, which we know a lot of serial killers will fucking do. It's just competitive. And, and, and beyond that, too, is if they are a deceptive type of person and they don't want you to know what they actually did, they can fucking make you think that their character is to lie and they still may have way more bodies underneath them, but you're never going to find out because everything they say you have to view as convoluted. So you don't know what's real and what's fake. And I think a lot of times that's a good way to to get investigators to give up. Sure. Because they're like, oh, well, he's full of shit. You got to think about serial killers in general, like you're you're bringing up, is that they tend to lie because it's it's a fucking dick measuring contest. Who's the best? You know, I'm going to drink. Speaking of dick measure, I'm going to drink another. I'm going to regret it. Oh, I mean, uh, let's go ahead. I'm in the I'm in the regret zone. Yeah. If I drink another one of these little fireballs, you got two more. Well, I'm not drinking those. I've but got one because I'm just drinking this one. Well, you're not gonna drink the two for. It's you... gonna put me in the regret zone, bro. No, I'm crossing over into regret territory, dude. We're gonna get Popeyes, dude. I don't know if I am. It's getting late, dude. Yeah, we're they stay open till. I'm trying 11. to spang it. Yeah, you can spang with grease in you. You ever heard that song? Let me spank it. Let me smash it and bang it. Let me spang it. Wow. Yo. Is it good? It's what great. Was it called Spang? Smang. Smang. <laughs> smash and bang, dude. That's the name of the song? Let me smang it. Damn. You, man, look. You you try to play it off of you don't know about hip-hop, but you do. Who do, where do I try to play that off at? You try to be like, I'm not a hip-hop aficionado. I'm not an aficionado. No. But I love it. You love it. Yeah. And when you, you've introduced me to some shit that I still love, man. Like what? I like Jedi Mind Tricks. Yeah. That like, guy's cool, man. He's also, cool. I like Murs. Yeah. The one album, though. You know. I love Dead Prez. Yeah. Don't tell people I like that, dude. You love it. Here we go. Dad, this is like a joke, but it rocks. Hey. Hey. Tommy Scratch B. Hey. Damn. Yeah. But you know it's right, dude. Let me smash it and bang it. Let me tell you what. Though, so I'm dude. saying, dude, I'm trying to smang it, bro. Yeah, there's not many white dudes that can do. That's why. That's listen. Yeah, I smang. You think dude. I'm going off on some shit? But dude, I, I know some black dudes that fuck. They fuck. I believe it. I and fuck, dude. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> but see, we're broken. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, the thing. That's part of the process. Yeah, you got to be broken so you can break what in. Yeah. You're going to break one in. You're going to break. No, I got a problem, dude. I, dude, I love sex. Yeah, it's an issue. I love sex and drinking and stinking and dinging. <laughs> I like to take it all the way to my jig until I shoot the cum. Yeah, it's an issue, bro. 
You know what I mean? I love sex. Yeah. It's my favorite. I'll, I could do that and not drink ever again. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm only allowed to have one vice, I already know what it is. Uh, dude, I could be the Hunter Demon song, Repeat Process. I love banging, bro. <laughs> I love to smang it. Yeah. And yeah, and I'm not being a fucking shithead perv right now. It's like, I'm married, been with the yeah. same person for 12 years, I'm with the movement. It's a, I'm attracted to the, the one person. I mean, I'd be like this regardless. Sure. But. You just want to be on the same level? Nah. I'm saying, I mean, it's good. I'm, I'm just getting at. I'm not a fucking deviant, you know? It's a, my wife. Yeah. I'm just trying to fuck, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> I love Smang. it, dude. Spang. I love tight. it. Being in love rules. I recommend it to Smang everybody. Spang is the gut tech. <laughs> yeah. You, and I like that. It's the first time you heard it, dude. You got your, your friend to go home and smang it, dude. Man, my, I've got a couple gut tech. Just send a, send a fucking text home right now and tell them you about to smang it, dude. Smang. I'm about to smang it. Well, I'll say smang. <laughs> Listen, man, I got a couple ones. Like, I, we watched uh, Wild, the, the Wild One for Watch of West Virginia. And I want to get fucking turn me on and turn me loose tattooed. Oh, that's such a great fucking quote, dude. And Smang. Yeah. And then also, whenever my grandma died, we were talking about getting fucking Buds and Suds. Oh, yeah. Buds (laughs) and Suds is a a good one, dude. I want a gut tat. That's a good look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the arch on the stomach, like Tupac style? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a good look, dude. It is, man. Let's just get the Tupac one, dude. What does it say? 50 inwards. No. With no. an AK forty seven above it, dude. No. no, he's got Thug Life though. Thug Life is like the one we, that we're talking oh, about, yeah, but right yeah. above that, it's an AK forty seven. This is fifty N words. You yeah. never seen that, dude? I mean, like, turn me on, turn me loose. You just have a line of cocaine with a straw yeah. and a fucking pint of whiskey next to the. You've rib. done coke twice, allegedly. I've only done once. See, everyone that listens is going to smell it from a mile away. No, they're not. No, okay. only time I've ever done it. Nah, you said no, it twice. No, no. It's the same instance where I rubbed my teeth with it first because I was like, well, what the fuck does it do? Because they're like, you put it on your teeth first. Let me smash it in, baby. And then Let I ripped it, it and I was like, well, did my teeth feel like I'm getting fucking put under for a two-pulling? And then <laughs> yeah. they were like, yeah, kind of. And I did. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know. So I really wanted to fuck my friend's sister. Now I don't because she's beat to yeah. death. But if you had some coke and an opportunity, you probably would. Nah, man. I mean, opportunity of being single, I don't know. Exactly. Dude. There'd be a lot of opportunities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? T- you, you've taken a lot of opportunities. I've taken some big <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to you put know? it, dude. You've taken on a naval fleet before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Dude, in such a short span of time, I pounded. Yeah. So many nasties. Yeah, so let's go back into this. Uh, like, I, like I was saying, investigators warned that Armstrong may have been exaggerating his confession when he put it out. Earl W. Hickey, a professor of criminology at Cal State University, Fresno, who has extensively studied serial killers, says the subject may have decided that since he was already going to jail, he might as well go with more glory. And again, that's a common strategy, but also it could be a deceptive strategy. Um, They have him on the hook for five. He might as well go for 15 or 20 and get a big name, Hickey said. They have low self-esteem and they want some recognition. That is true. It's also possible that Armstrong could think that he killed women who, in reality, he left unconscious but not dead. That's a good point because when you choke somebody out, you got to go back to BTK. You strangle somebody, 
and they're all the way out. If you just walk out of the room and leave them, they might wake back up because you don't understand how long it takes to kill somebody with a choke, you know? And when you choke somebody out, like, and if you're experienced, and, and this is like a, uh, basically uh, MMA jiu-jitsu sense, if you're experienced in knowing when someone goes limp and goes to sleep and uh, you let go immediately, they wake up, you know, within 90 seconds to two minutes. Sure. But if you hold, the longer you hold them, the longer they sleep. And if you're not experienced in that, if you're choking somebody and they pass out and you freak out and leave, they look fucking dead, you know, but you don't know any better. So so like BTK, for example, when he choked his first victim, he thought he was done, but he had a whole family to deal with. And they woke back up violently and he was shocked at how hard it was to choke someone all the way to death. I mean, it takes three to four minutes. You want to see somebody's dead if you choke them? You just power slap the fuck out of well, them. Well, no, chest. no, you had to fight through. No, because if you slap someone that just got choked out, they're not going to have a reaction. No, in the chest. Right where the heart they're is. They're not going to have a reaction, dude. Because you got to think all that fucking blood flow hits the heart. Nah, first. dude, 100%. If you choke someone to sleep and you slap them anywhere, they're going to have no reaction. That's why they do that shit in, in uh, MMA fights where the referee will pick you up underneath. Your arms and bounce your ass up and down because it pushes blood flow it, in your it, chest. That, it doesn't do anything. Uh, they wake up. No. Anyway, don't want to sit here and dwell on your dumbness. I want to make a point. <laughs> you got to choke someone all the way through their their death struggle. So you like not to choke someone to death is fucking hard. Yeah, you got because you choke them to sleep, and then what happens to the body? All that it is is when someone's going unconscious, their body says, we're in a lot of trouble right now. We're not getting oxygen to the brain. Let's conserve all of our resources so it turns off. Yeah. And then when it's been turned off for so long that you can't survive without oxygen anymore, your body's like, turn it back on, and you try to take a breath. You still have to be choking them then. There, well, the, the other thing is there's like two types of chokes. There's blood and air chokes. Yeah. And so – that's why, like, if you guys are jujitsu nerds, and if you're not, you should just type in BJJ gi chokes and just see like people working from guard and shit, and dude think he's gonna fucking pass the guard and get choked. The f- like he didn't even know he's getting choked. You know, the blood just cuts off. Like the a brain. baseball bat choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, just I mean, goddamn, dude, it's crazy to watch people try to work through some shit and they just go out. That's such a that's a blue belt thing, and it's always funny to watch. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. I love it. Like man. they pass, yeah. they pass the guard, or you take someone down yeah. when they have a choke on you, and you're like inside mouth or mouth, but they're squeezing the shit out of you. Yeah, either like, yeah, they can't choke me from here, and then slept. Yeah, but it's like you think about that. It's like that's the second belt from the white belt, and that's yeah. how advanced motherfuckers are in fucking you up. If yeah. you don't know, you know, it's like, you don't know, you get got, dude. You get got, dude. And that's but that's how you learn, bro. Every that's time. how you learn, brother. You know? It's hilarious. Every you don't time. know you can get had until you know you could get had. It's so funny people wake up fighting. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is a very hilarious thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or, dude, the best is when they're like asleep and like grabbing a leg, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, I can't Wait, get this motherfucker off me, dude. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let this stand on. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is a fucking strangler, and that, and that's what I'm getting at, dude. Is like you don't understand what a violent death strangulation is because you have to fight 
not a human being fighting for their life in a, in a conscious sense. They're unconscious when you strangle them, and then it's the it's the deep lizard brain that's trying to fight back for life. Yeah. Because I'm talking seizures, like. It's a violent fucking death. Some it, people get stiff armed. It's a very well, dude. You you'll spaz out. Your body will yeah. seizure hard because it knows it's being restricted and it fights. You know what game I've been playing a lot lately? You've been playing a game? Yeah, there's only one game I love more than any game. Grand Theft Auto. Manhunt. What's that? So basically, you like you're a prisoner and you want to get out of prison. Yeah, but they have a a reality show where you have to basically go through all these different gangs, different levels. Yeah. And you can get like guitar strings and trash bags and shit like that. And what you do is you like strangle. You just hang out in the dark until they come by and then you strangle a motherfucker. And then you can cut their head off of the string, collect the head and throw it at other people. To put them you can shot. throw the head at other people. Oh dude. The second one got banned. This is how bad it is, but Whoa. it's made by the same people made uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, okay. My favorite video game ever. It's the only one that keeps my attention because it sounds rocking, dude. It's bad fucking ass, but I mean, it's it's definitely a slow pace. Like you have to wait in the shadows and fucking like fuck people up. Sure, but you do like gee chokes basically. Whoa, with fucking ropes and strings, you can saw people's heads. Oh off. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I but yeah, the point is, is like. All I'm getting at is like when you hear somebody talk about their their life and that all the things they went through, like you, like just to make you understand, because it sounds like strangulation is some sort of peaceful death. Absolutely not. It's a very personal, violent situation. You have to be fucking depraved to kill people over and over again via strangulation. So it doesn't even matter if he was fucking exaggerating. He killed people by strangulation. And that is some very gnarly shit. Like, you might think that somebody going on a stabbing spree or a shooting spree is more violent. I beg to differ. I think one of the most violent ways to kill somebody is by hand. Bludgeoning and strangulation are a, a, a very violent with particular intent where you have to work very fucking hard to murder somebody. So the guy confirmed is a very sadistic person. So... It doesn't really matter if he's exaggerating or not. He's very gnarly. So let's get to the investigation. It started when police found the bodies of three strangled sex workers, Rose Marie Felt. And listen, folks, if your last name is Felt and you name your child Rose Marie, this, she's going to be a sex worker. Kelly Hood, Robin Brown. Kelly Hood was 34. Robin Brown was 20. They were all found in a Detroit rail yard April 1st of 2000. They had all been placed there over about a one-month period. So basically, police found his current graveyard. Detroit investigators became suspicious of Armstrong after he contacted them in regards to a body he saw floating in the Rogue River. What a fucking noob. He told police... That he was walking on the bridge when he suddenly felt ill and leaned over the railing to puke and he saw a body laying in the river. Police pulled the body of 39-year-old Wendy Jordan out of the river. She was known 
to police as an active drug user and sex worker. Known to police means that she had been arrested for those things before. Investigators noted that Jordan's murder was very similar to a string of murders of sex workers that had recently occurred. Police looking into the possibility that a serial killer was murdering local sex workers found Armstrong's walking along the bridge story to be highly suspicious. Police remarked that he didn't look like a killer, but that didn't mean anything. He had a sword pass that matched with his M.O. This wasn't Armstrong's first encounter with the police under weird circumstances. The police had spoke specifically of an event where Armstrong placed a 911 call as the security fared in early, nine, in early November 2000. Sorry, I fucked that all up because I am sauced. Thanks to Buddy. Armstrong called 911 from his job, and he was a security officer. And again, not again, but that's one thing I always wondered about the military is like how much it must rock to get paid for two jobs. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not on act. Buddy, come on, dude. What are you doing right now? Whatever I want. I'm listening. What did I just say? You're just talking about doing some fucking wild shit with some wild shit. You dumb fuck. Here, here's the deal. It's like he's working as a, on the ship. He's basically a naval officer, but there's a lot of downtime. So he's working as a security guard because he's a giant galoot. So when he was doing that job in November of 2000, he reported that he was attacked while he was breaking up a robbery. Investigating officers found Armstrong bleeding from superficial root wounds to the face and arms. And they immediately suspected something was amiss. It didn't take long for him to admit that he cut himself with a scalpel and fabricated the whole story. He wanted to attract attention to himself, something sensational. And, of course, the fake report cost him his job. And that's some psychopath shit, dude. Imagine in a time where social media has not even been invented yet, right? Yeah. You're working a security guard job, and you say to yourself, this is boring. I want it to seem like I got attacked, prevented a robbery. You're not stealing any money. You just want to make yourself seem like a hero. Yeah. So you call 911, and you've cut your face a few times with a scalpel. What's the root cause of that? You. Shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, you mean the person? Yeah. All right. Or did you get say, I got to pee. Say something. Okay. Well, because you said you. You looked at me in my eyes and said you. <laughs> like, what? You would do that. No, shut up, man. <laughs> no, no, no. So, like, uh, with a lot of serial killers, as as we discussed before, it's, it's all about, like, the credentials. How do I look good? How do I look important? Um, how do I fake everything and still come up on top? This is what this guy's doing. You know, he, I mean, Chris said the right thing here. Like stabs and shoes aren't shit. Do you strangle somebody? It's personal. I, I've dealt with people within the jiu-jitsu community that have told me things like I can feel him dying while I'm choking him, you know, and they feel like they got power from it. And you have to go over and go, okay, it's time to stop. It's time to stop. Don't do that. Stop. Strangling somebody is personal. You cut yourself with a scalpel to look cool. 
that is personal. That is how you look good. That is how you look like you're a bad motherfucker. That's how that's how you're able to tell tales and string them along to make make you seem like you're as if you're larger than life. Well, also like you like you have a good character. Sure. But they but the cops saw right through it. And I think, you know, he wanted to be a cop. And he had that same type of mentality. Even though he was in the military, it's different. Yeah. He didn't have authority over anybody. Well, A. Kemper is a perfect example of that. Yes. You know, he he wanted he had the love and respect of the police. That's the only way they caught his ass is because the, he was hanging out telling them tales. Telling them tales, man. This guy's cool. You know, and that's why they do that is because cops are the same type of people. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so because he was one, they smelled it in the air. And after the murder started happening, they was decided, all right, this guy is obviously a freak. They placed him under surveillance. So once they had Jordan's DNA and other evidence collected, they went to Armstrong's home and requested a blood sample. And then they asked if they could collect, collect fibers from around his home and inside of his car. And, of course, because he loves cops, he was like, yeah, hell yeah, brother. The Through DNA testing, the investigators were able to link Armstrong to one of the murdered sex workers, but they wanted to get a full report from the testing lab before they arrested him. The officers quickly shipped the samples off to the state police crime labs in Lansing, Michigan, and waited for the results. Armstrong wasn't going anywhere, and they theorized at the time authorities had no reason to believe he was involved in anything other than Jordan's murder. What they didn't know was that Monica Johnson of Detroit, the 31-year-old sex worker whom police found unconscious and barely alive near Interstate 94, had also been intimate with Armstrong. Johnson, who was a mother of four, would end up dying at Ford Hospital in Detroit before she was able to talk to authorities. Investigators set up a task force and began interviewing local sex workers. Three of them admitted to having sex with Armstrong, and all three of them described his baby-like face and the 1998 Black Jeep Wrangler, which was the black, which was the vehicle that Armstrong drove. They also said that after having sex, after he busted, Armstrong went crazy. And tried to strangle them. Sure. A bad fucking wake to leave. Now look, I know your pistol is on my phone, but you know what we should be doing for the uh, fucking Patreon episode? What? Is getting Popeye's chicken sandwiches and dipping them in gravy. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what I was looking up. What? They close at 11. Yeah. It's, it's 10. Okay. We got to get through this so we can get to that. Why are you trying to shorten the one? I'm not trying to shorten it, man. We're on the way, dude. We're talking about that. We're about to get to the trial, bro. Let's get there. What are you pushing at? I'm just telling people at some point we're going to have a real ripping goddamn Patreon. Yeah. And you're going to love it because we're going to cut into some chicken sandwiches (laughs) so we can dip them in the gravy. No, I don't think I'm going to. We got the, the Patreon. There's no episode up yet. Because no. I'm, I'm waiting for it to get mastered a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm probably not even going to do one tonight, dude. Okay, that's fine. But we should. No. Well, we I'm can. too drunk, bro. While we Exactly. While we can. <laughs> While we can. I got to go home. I'm trying to smang it, dude. <laughs> you know, smang. Listen, you can smang it every night. 
until Popeye shuts down for good. Until this good. Time. I don't care. I'd rather fuck than eat no, Popeyes, dude. No. no <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. 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 No. For sure. You know, the beauty of the Zoom recorder is we could go anywhere and do anything. Yeah, we could. Dude, the battery's about to die, though. Well, what kind of charger has it got? No charger. It's got double A's. We got to wrap this shit up. Okay, go. But I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Holy shit, that went fast. I think it's because we have the uh, good microphones. Got to use phantom power. Damn, if it dies, I'm going to be so pissed. Go. (laughs) All right, so look. I forgot where I was at, dude. You fucking aggroed me by trying to tell me to hurry up. Yeah, so basically, I mean, you know, here's the main thing is that that this is his MO. So the investigation came to an end when several DNA matches came back, and even the fibers from his house were made between Armstrong and his victims. That's not a good look. You brought him home, choked him out, choked him forever, and then now your carpet's on them, your blood's on them. You fucking blew it, brother. On April 12, 2001, police ended up arresting Armstrong for the murder of Wendy Jordan, as well as Felt, Hood, and Brown. It did not take long for Armstrong to crack under pressure. He told investigators that he hated sex workers. Let me get one of those. And he was 17. No. He was 17 when he committed his first murder, which is crazy and could also very well be a lie. He also confessed to killing other sex workers in the area and to 12 other murders he committed around the world while he was in the Navy. That list included murders in Hawaii, Hong Kong, Thailand, Singapore, and Israel, but later he recanted his confessions. So again, he's a scummy guy. You can't fucking tell if he's telling the truth or not. His trial began March of 2001, and the first trial he had to deal with was the murder of Wendy Jordan. His lawyers tried to prove that he was insane, as we talked about earlier, but their efforts were obviously unsuccessful. On July 4th, 2001, Armstrong bargained down to a plea deal of second-degree murder, and as a result, he was sentenced from 31 years to life in prison for the murders of Brownfelt and Johnson. Altogether, he received two life sentences plus 31 years as punishment for his killing. His family left the courtroom and they did not comment to any outlet about how they felt. Armstrong's attorney, Robert Mitchell, said he plans to file a motion to set aside the jury's decision, which that would be the case for anybody that you're paying money to. They're going to keep rocking for you as long as you're paying the bill. Katie Armstrong says her husband could not have killed Wendy Jordan because he left from their home briefly that day only to buy cold medicine, which is crazy that your wife would ride for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, you don't know that he could be living a double life of murdering people after all that evidence? You really don't think that, I mean, that is insane. Police and prosecutors say Armstrong had sex with Jordan, killed her, dumped her in a river. He confessed, and then they matched his semen with the semen that was in her body. And the wife is still like, nah. At the time of his arrest, Armstrong was working as a refueler at Detroit Metropolitan Airport. Prior to that job, it was when he was a security guard at DMC Healthcare Centers, which was a suburb in Novi, Michigan, which was a suburb of South Detroit. And he was also a clerk at Target in Dearborn Heights. I mean, a hardworking guy, but you got to be like that when you're running. You shave your eyebrows? No. You lied? 
No. How you get bald in your eyebrows? What do you mean? You got a bald spot. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sitting here fucking like larying your ass. Quit doing that, dude. You I don't... got a bald spot, man. One's long, one ain't. <laughs> I you do have some. Rap. I got some weird long. I do love rap. Yeah, that's why that other... you shave. No, <laughs> I don't. What the fuck, man? I don't know, dude. Once long, one this ain't. isn't a good thing to break in right now. The battery's gonna die, dude. Okay, You're just trying going, to, to tell Sorry. me to mash it. Yeah. So it, again, he he's a hardworking guy. He's always got two or three jobs. He's he's in the navy, and then uh, he, then dis, uh, then honorably discharged from the navy, and he's working, 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 trying to to. I mean, he's getting military money, two job money at the same time. He's a hardworking guy, but that also gives him an alibi to be gone a lot of the time. You know, he's working two or three jobs. He's always gone. Uh, many of Armstrong's fellow sailors declined to talk about the case, or they said they hadn't known him or had not had their hair cut by him in the ship's barbershop, which was total bullshit. Everyone on the ship's talking about this case, acknowledged Petty Officer Stephen Olson, who arrived after Armstrong was discharged. For God's sake, he was a barber, is what he said. Only the five slings in Detroit have been confirmed, and police in the other jurisdictions have yet to attach the story to any bodies. Investigators are trying to connect him to unsolved murders in the cities which the USS Nimitz docked from 1993 until he was honorably discharged in 1999 to make sense of things. And again, could have easily been lying. Could have easily been telling the truth. It's hard to fucking know. He could have been telling things different than the order that they happened to get the sense off his trail. All I do know is that he'll never get out of prison. Yep. He's there for until he dies. Because of S-T-F-C. Which is a song you picked, which stands for? It's a Petra Pile. Yeah. Which, who S- rocks? One man. Yeah. Brutal death metal. Very good. STFC stands for Strangle That Fucking Cut. Yeah. <laughs> which, dude, I mean, I don't know about the guy from Petra Pile personally. I've heard that he's real nice, but he is very nice. Actually. Looks like a big time incel. No, no, man, they got fucks. You, I think he does. You he, seen him? He, yeah, I mean, he looks like Lloyd from the movie Lloyd. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Like, he's totally cool, dude. He was like, I, I talked to him. I was like, man, you know, I really enjoy this band. Yeah, and you know, we want to use. Song. He's like, you use any song you want to. Um, you know, contact. I can't remember the label. He's he's about to put a new album out. Oh um, hell yeah. Uh, I mean, Peter Pyle's a band. Like, listen, they're to me on the same level. Well, they're they're right. It's a guy, bro. Yeah, it's just, quit saying they. Well, it's, he it's he on the same level, like right below suffocation. Because he writes. You sure about that? Yeah, dude, absolutely. He does rock. He writes riffs. I'm with it. Yeah, he's riffing, dude. And he just takes a portable CD player with drums. Yeah, I like recorded. I'm with it. And if I'm with the movie. Yeah, it rules, dude. It's so good. Yeah. I think Peter Power Rocks, definitely, if you're not familiar, you got to dive in because yeah. it's hard risk. It is hard, dude. It's hard. Uh, this song is not my favorite, but it just has to do with what we're doing. Yeah, I got a feeling that the guy's not dirty. Like, he doesn't really feel that way. It's just death metal. It's yeah. so relating to horror movie type content. Anywho, we're dealing with a real piece of shit on the other front. Yeah. And I hope he rots forever, and I hate that scummy type of military, wannabe police officer attitude. I hope he fucking dies. Yeah, I hope he gets Rona, dude. I hope he gets prison Rona. Because if it gets into prison, dude, everyone's getting it. But yeah, fuck John Eric Armstrong. 
Yeah, well, on some. The yeah. Tiger King guy got it, dude. Did he really? Yeah, he's got Rona, bro. Oh, shit. I saw a thing the other day. It was this dude that, like, he basically got charged with 10 grams of crack and uh, armed robbery or something, and he died. He was the first person to die in prison. That's why they're letting people out. Yeah, they are letting people out. There's only, listen, I can I can say personally, there's only two kids right now in JDC, which is uh, Juvenile Detention Center here in the town we live in. For capital murder. That's the only kids they did not let out. But when I went there, it was packed to the brim. I mean, I'm talking all the cells. Yeah. You know, they had pods, five to a pod. And now, no. There's two kids and they're opposites of the cells. They can't can't talk to each other. That's how bad shit has gotten, dude. It's crazy. I wish it would hit the fan, bro. I know kid. I know a kid that a fucking, you know. Got charged with some wild shit, and they wouldn't take him to jail in Little Rock. So you know what he did? Stole a car and came here. <laughs> he got charged with that, but they can't charge his ass till this is all over. That rocks. So we're you know before I was like it's like two months. Nah, <laughs> dude, it's gonna oh, be- it's gonna be. I I mean you know school shut down for the year here. I don't think we're I don't think we're gonna be out of this shit until like December, dude. If even. I'm telling you the truth, dude. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we're out. I don't think we're going to be. I think they're just going to keep extending it, uh, the quarantines and shit, until at least December, man. Because all the other countries that are being honest about it, it's still running rampant. But then you can't trust China, dude. They're fucking sneaky, bro. Yeah. So they're they're out there fucking spreading lies. And you know, honestly, what a perfect time to attack us. Yeah, I wish they fucking would. Man, you know what? It's so hard to attack America at home, dude. We're a good home team, bro. Listen, we're strong away, but we're you real give good me home. the opportunity to wield a blade. It's getting wielded. I love the wield and I love the brandish, bro. Either, both of those things are things I, I want to be involved in. If I can cut you up and serve you like a dog, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get on that, though, dude. Uh, follow us on social media, please, you fucking idiots. Instagram, Death Metal Dicks. Facebook or it's Death Metal Detective, yeah. Death Metal Dicks. It's all the same. Look, I think we, we changed the name. Uh, we, we here's the deal, friends, is that the Dicks short for Detective. We're the Death Metal Dicks. It's the same thing, bitch. We got switched. Uh, I think all pa- podcast platforms to Detective. Yeah, As it of, took forever. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. took so long, but yeah, it went over because it's got to be so we can grow more because we get hampered by the name Dick because no one gets it. it, it it's just it's AI. Robots don't know. The dick doesn't mean penis, so whatever. Suck my dick. <laughs> We're fucking death metal detectives on on all the platforms and social media. But also, if you look up death metal dicks, you, it'll pop up the same way. Follow us. Interact with us. Leave us five-star reviews. If you hate what we're doing, say it all. But leave it in a five-star review, you sure. coward. Uh, we, do, we love you guys that do listen week after week to our dumb Dumb, and I do mean dumb bullshit. And we try to break cases that no one else is. I haven't heard this one on another no, podcast. I've never heard we're digging in there, baby. And uh, we're trying to just kill your boredom right now because I know how it is. Um, we're, we got a Patreon coming. No, it's not out yet because this shit's hard and we're fucking busy and we're trying to sort it out. I just, uh, I'm not even, I'm not going to place blame on anyone else because it's plenty of my fault too. But there is a Patreon episode recorded. We'll have it out on fucking Patreon, and that and, and real soon here, we will not miss a week. It's just a matter of organization. But when we get to it, you'll be the first to know, and you jump on five bucks a month, one extra episode each week, so you'll get four 
episodes a month when it's off and popping. It's yeah. just a pre, just so you know, if you love this shit and, you, and one's not enough for you, because I'm that's the most common thing I hear. It's not shit talking. This is where I fail because anytime someone says something bad, I bring it up. But the most common thing I've heard the whole time we're doing the podcast is that people are out of episodes and they want more. Well, sure. we love doing this. We love hanging out. So we want to do more episodes. And that's what Patreon is going to be ASAP. It's an extra episode basically every fucking week. So just for five bucks a motherfucking month when it's published. And as long as we win, can bitch, control it. Oh, we we're gonna have we got the Zoom recorder now. Yeah, I'm this is saying, the factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's like it's like if it gets to where it's bad, but you know who's to say what's bad? This, oh, you talking about the government? Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Here's the thing: is like this shit's more important to me than it ever has been. I've yeah. gotten a lot of of people message me and say like, you know, this this show means a lot, and and for me to be able to reach you out on social media and just say hey, you know like everything's good or you know, I'm sorry that happened to you or whatever. Like, it means a lot to me. And like, before I, like before all this shit happened, I was kind of a weird rut where I was like, fuck, I'm just going day by day. And now it's, it's, uh, it's more meaningful than ever. The show is because people are struggling, man. There's people that don't have money. There's people that are fucking out there just like trying to make, make ends meet. Yeah. And don't know how Oh, that reminds me too, is that I'm perfectly willing and wanting to use our small platform to give someone money. And my plan is, and no, dude, no one's reached out to me. If it's from embarrassment, don't be like that. Don't. We're not going to put we're, your, We'll make it an honest. We don't make money, and all the money goes into the show. Well, it, here's the idea that I have: is if if somebody is out there and you're listening to this and you're struggling, we will not publish your name. But what I will do is I will make a, a Venmo for you, or you can make it for you with your your bank account details. It, it, none of it will go to us. Zero. You will put your bank account on there on a Venmo, and we'll tell people what the Venmo is. It doesn't have to be your fucking name. Keep it anonymous because I know for a fact that there's people out there that are listening to this. If you're, if it's not you, you know someone close to you, and we'll fucking raise money for them. We'll do that because I know it sucks. I know how much it sucks to be fucking broke. Yeah. Because I was that just a couple months ago. We want, The thing is, from the get-go, we represent... Like what the conversation is between you and your friends. Exactly. We we want that. And money it, it it's a necessity to agree, but like hate it. If right now me and Chris are working, you know A lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't. And if we can help you out, we want to do that. Like but this is not a joke. It's not whatever. There's a lot of things. We're right. And we don't, I don't look, I'm yeah. telling you, it can be anonymous. It's not for attention. It's just that we have a large podcast audience. We'll tap it. You know, if everyone that listens gives us a dollar, gives you a dollar, gives whoever needs help a dollar, you'll you'll make it through. So just let us know. I don't care if you do or not. I would love to help, but I understand the embarrassment that comes with asking for help. But it could be 100% anonymous. We're just here to do our part. So if we do that, we'll set up a Venmo. None of it will come to us. It'll all go to you in a bank account. So, you know, if that's you, obviously don't take advantage of it. If it's your parents, if it's your whatever. Hit us up, and we're here for you. Let us spread love, man. Yeah. That's what we're really trying to do here. That's the whole mission. It, dude, you, you could – there's so many people like, they're assholes, they're racist. I have got – Someone them. called you racist? Somebody called me racist when? one time. And it was like some rich it's ass the damn Chinese dude. I called her a fag. Is it because of the Chinese? No, no, no. It was, it was way before that. But well, it's dude, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, it's like we we love you guys, and like we don't care about any of that shit. It's like we want everybody to succeed that needs to succeed. If you're old, who gives a shit? Life's th- yeah. If you're old, you got to get running and just get the yeah. fuck off my That's planet. That's why the 5G's fucking you up. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> you know? But yeah, the planet, I mean, dude, the world stinks. It's hard enough. Money is so st- It's not real. It's not a real concept. No. So let us bless you if you need it. Yeah, we're, or if you just need a positive word, we're here. Hit the inbox. If I'm slow getting back to you, I'm working like 70 hours a week right now, so I'm sorry. But, you know, we'll get to it. Buddy will help you. Yeah. We're all here. Yeah. I, if I can do anything, man, I will. My, my beautiful wife lost her job, man. Yeah. And she, she's got unemployment, and so we're in a good spot. But like, Yeah, some people don't get that. I'm still working, and I'm working from a distance. I'm doing everything I can to not get the fucking Rona. But, dude, yeah. like, you know, my job's been great. They fucking even, like, fronted me some fucking, like, cash vouchers for groceries. Bruh. You know, during the hard times, you know, yeah, and it's like that's great, but I'm I'm definitely nowhere near what some people are. Yeah, and so, anyway, we're we're getting long winded, but we're here yeah. to help. Hit us up for anything you need. We do love you. Catch us on any fucking platform of social media or podcasting, and we'll see you on the next episode. YouTube shit won't be out for a while. I hate that. I love YouTube. Uh, it's definitely the best way. I love reviewing albums, and I love seeing your fucking face to my face. But we're dealing with some shit, so we'll see you on that soon. Hopefully this episode sounds way better because we finally got a big boy podcast recorder and we'll see you on the next episode, all right? Put out.